and welcome to today's episode of Buttery Buttery Honk Honk. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Lauren Ritchie. And I'm Megan. And today we're going to be talking about Season 7 of Orange is the New Black. Yes. And we're going to be going full spoilers. So if you haven't watched the show, get out of here. Sorry, if you can hear me eating ice cream, I'm still not finished yet. To be fair though... It has been a couple of weeks since we watched it. Maybe a fortnight now. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it a heap ton then. Mm-hmm. We just didn't get a chance to the minute we finished it. Yeah, because I finished it, I think, the day before, or the the morning of Edinburgh when I went down for the summer sessions shows. Mm. Um, I was going to watch it, like the finale, on the bus there Mm. and then after crying every single episode of season seven i realized maybe that's not a good idea you cried after every episode like i cried during every episode at least once what the hell i was having a very emotional time (laughs) Mm. right um episode 11 i cried three times like full-on sobbing three times no, episode eight. It? I can't remember. I can't remember it. Like I know, like the main points of of things that happened, but mm-hmm. God knows what episode because I wasn't paying attention. Like I, I was, I was just binging it. Yeah, you finished really quickly. Yeah, I basically put it on the background of whatever I was doing. So like I was in and out of paying attention, but I was listening. I just find that this season compared to the others. It was so much more heavier mm-hmm. that I felt like I didn't want to watch it. I felt like, I don't know, it just didn't have that funness that I felt like I could keep my eyes on it at points. It was, oof. It was heavy. It was heavy. It was very it was heavy. heavy. Um, it's just a shame that it took until basically season five to start really saying stuff in the show. Yes. Right, uh, season five, the end of season five, that was when Pusey died, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was when a lot of people ended up... Dropped out, yeah. Yes. I think... Understandable. Yes, I, I think the show lost a big part of itself when they lost Pusey. I'm amazed by... Is it Danielle Brooks? Is Tasty. Tasty, yes, Danielle Brooks. Her performance... At Pussy's death. Oh. Jesus. Like, like, and that was take after take after take of that. Like, that is mm-hmm. literally, that is not a character at that point. Like, it's a character and it's her at the same point. Mm-hmm. Breaking. Heartbreaking. Slash soul. Being destroyed. How she was able to do that, I, I will never know. She's she's a phenomenal actress. She's phenomenal, yeah. But what annoys me about her being able to do that is then they used it in season seven. They 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 used it or Well, they used that same oh, she's really good at being able to like break down in that way. Mm-hmm. So we'll just give her pens a tucky. Mm. Does that make oh, sense? Oh pens a tucky. Do we want to, like, recap this season? 
Would that be oh. helpful? Yeah, probably, yeah. Just remind me about my stream of flow or something, whatever it's called. Okay, so we have Piper who's on the outside. Of what? Um, oh, wait, she's on the outside, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got out of prison. Yes. Her wife, Alex, is still in prison mm-hmm. and is being forced to sell drugs by the guards. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Tasty, who is like just despondent after the outcome of the trial in season six, which mm-hmm. means that she'll never see outside of prison again. Yeah. Um, Daya is still drug A lord. Dickhead. Oh yes, well that too. She is she is she a drug lord at the very beginning of that season? I think she no, she's with Daddy at that point. Oh yes, yeah, she is with Daddy at that point. She's a, she, yeah, and she becomes drug lord because she mm-hmm. kills Daddy by mistake. Yeah. Well, was it was it a mistake? Yeah. It was a mistake. It yeah. was a mistake, but then she turned into yeah, I fucking killed her. Mhm. Oh. Die as a whole we'll, we'll get on to die. Right. Uh, Ward becomes the warden, <laughs> and I I just want to defend her. She tries so hard to bring good to that prison. I f- I find it funny because she she her face reminds me of the kid that's in weeds. That's it's basically the same show on her. Mm-hmm. And it, Jen, she it, it, it's it's the kid that that was that was the voice for Nemo and Finding Nemo. Oh, no way. He's an adult now. But... Oh, of course, because yeah. time passes. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not over it. Time passes. Yeah, I'm not over it. Uh, but they, they've got very similar acting techniques. <laughs> okay. and, and, like, all I could see was... That's his name. All I could see was Shane from Weeds in her character and I just found it so funny <laughs> I found it so funny it was like watching Shane at some points it was really funny um, yeah she tries to bring good about the prison yeah Um, implements quite a few different programs to try bettering the women Mm-hmm. Um, some like including like the GED program, which Pensatucky goes in. The chickens, which um, oh. Suzanne becomes the mayor of Chicken Town. She's forced to shut down the psychiatric wing. Mm-hmm. Um, she decides to close down the shoe, like the solitary confinement. Brilliant. Oh, Red comes out of shoe with Mendoza, and mm-hmm. it's quite clear that there's something drastically wrong with Red. Yeah. Which we find out later to be dementia. Yeah, which was uh, accelerated by stresses on her body. Like a, yes. A, like a, a UTI. Mm-hmm. And um, probably the, and yeah, like that. the isolation issue. Um, yeah. And like one of the, uh, probably like the biggest theme this season is like the cruelties of ice. Yeah, definitely. Which, oh my God, I think they... They wrote it, was it like 2017? They started kind of doing the storyline. Yeah. And it was before a lot of the, the cruelties of recent Started coming months. out. Yeah. yeah. So they thought yeah. this was bad then. And it is horrifying to watch these characters that you really care about going through. Getting treated like fucking shit. Well, they had more rights in prison. Yeah, than they, than they do there. Yeah, completely. Yeah. 
Because at least like they got their phone call, they were allowed visitation without you know their visitors being at risk of going through immigration checks. Mm-hmm. Like um, what happened to Blanca's um partner Diablo? It's so horrible. Like that horrific. is horrific. That's entrapment. Like it is. Like if you want to go and visit your relative or friend who is in an ice facility and your partner yeah yeah you are then at risk yeah if your green card isn't up to date or Mm -hmm. or you're undocumented or you're undocumented but i think that would be a bit dodgy to do that anyway in this Mm -hmm. current climate but pretty shocking because that that was like the the episode that i was talking about earlier where i like broke down like three times that was the episode that had the the children's trials. Oh, God. Yeah, that mm. was horrible. They couldn't have been older than, like, eight and six. Oh, some of them were just absolutely... They were babies? Yeah, one was an infant getting a child to be like, so you're an immigrant. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Um, The, the like, baby was no... crying. Yeah, they have no idea what's going on. Like, Of course not. Like... I feel like if it, if if that is to happen, it should be the family unit together. Of course, of course. So I don't understand why, in general, right now that 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 they're being separated. It's just it's just causing so much harm to the kids. Completely, completely. Um, I think they like all this like psychology community and stuff, and they're saying that removing the the kids from their parents and their their family bonds mm. and just you know putting them into like a camp where they're all looking after each other essentially and yeah you can see you know the videos when they get reunited with their parents mm-hmm. they're just different kids yeah like there was one i remember watching a couple of weeks back where it was like this mother that was trying to hug her i think it was like three-year-old son yeah and he was just he just blank faced and he was just trying to run away from her and Aww. she just kept trying to grab him and that she like looked at her partner and she's like what have they done to my son and oh that's a 3 year old yeah it was <sighs> oof it was like you know how some videos like haunt you that like that was one yeah i can't believe that's happening in in 2019 yeah so i'm I'm so grateful that the show is deciding to give voices to these stories and let people kind of empathize with them a bit more yeah because it's needed because in general social media is far more impactful nowadays than anything basically Mm-hmm. It lets you know what's going on, basically. But there's so much censoring. It, so much censoring. Yeah. I mean, there's that, and then there's, like, social bubbles as well. Yeah. So you you kind of block people or mute people that you don't want to hear the opinion of, and it means yeah. that you've got this very, like, insular community where you only hear... Yeah, and everything's all happy-go-dandy and stuff like that, whatever... Whatever you like to hear. Yeah. It's what you're going to see. It means that people aren't able to kind of cope with people who have different 
viewpoints to themselves. It just means you're not informed. You're not informed of what's going on. Mm. In general, it means you're not informed. Mm-hmm. I just I keep thinking of Carla and like a particular, like the woman who lost her the custody of her children in the show. Yeah, that that was sad. Oh. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Like the the phone call that she made to them. Yeah. Well, to begin with, she she lost her citizenship because her husband had died. Yes. Um. They all three of them had got taken in. Um, her trial. She postponed herself because she. she it was fought. working in a law firm. Yes. Yeah. So she kind of knew that she could get away by saying, well, I've not got a lawyer. Please give me time to get a lawyer together. Um, so they gave her time to try and do that. Um, it didn't happen the second time, so they they sent her back, basically. Yeah. And then she was... El Salvador? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then she was back, trying to get back to her kids because they were still in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, who had been fostered out. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the trail, she broke her ankle and she was left for dead. Yeah, on it was the trail that, to get back through that um the drone shot or whatever they used to kind of show how vast the distance was. Yeah, because I was like, ah, she'll be fine. She can crawl, and then I was mm. like, ah, she she can't. No. Like no. she's getting left for dead. Mm-hmm. It was oof. Yeah. It was miles and miles and miles. You just couldn't see. The, mm-hmm. You just couldn't see anything in the distance. Mm-mm. There was. It was just. Oh. Yeah. Knowing that she's like dead and her kids are just yeah. left wondering where, where their mom is. Yeah. And then there was another character that was partially introduced that was in the ice. What's it called? Ice thing. Um, just I was going to say the ice room. Yeah, can't. Yeah, um, and she'd been raped by. Yes. I I would call them hill walkers, but they're not. They're literally like, like traffickers. Yeah, they're traffickers. That's the word. And uh, be- because they didn't have enough money to pay them extra, even though they'd paid them what mm-hmm. they'd asked for at the beginning of. The traffic. Mm-hmm. And they just kept on upping the price until they had nothing left. Not even enough for, like, food. Mm-hmm. So he raped her to say that the debt had been paid. And she got pregnant by it. And ICE would not let her get an abortion. Well, they didn't know what she was saying to begin with. They didn't know what her language was. Yeah. They didn't They, they didn't know. Mm-mm. Um. So they were like English or Spanish, basically, mm-hmm. but primarily English. Um, and she couldn't speak either of them. Um, thankfully, skinny bitch. What's she called? <laughs> what's she called? I don't know. What's she called? The tall one. That's oh, fig. Skinny. That's it. Skinny yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're all so skinny. Like you've got to be more specific. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, I, I felt like you'd figure that one out quite quickly, and you did. Yeah. Um, obviously, the fig and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thankfully, 
she she just got pregnant through many rounds of IVF mm-hmm. and made a plea to her gynecologist. It wouldn't be gynecologist, yeah. would it? I think it would. I th- yeah, I think it would be. To say that she wanted an abortion um, and she got the pills and she actually gave them to that woman. Mm-hmm. Which was very sweet of her because usually she's an absolutely honking bitch. So yeah. she actually did something good. Fig's character development over the show. Yeah, by the end, by season seven, you realise she was a normal person. Yes. She watches Love Island. Well, she can't be that normal, <laughs> she watches Love Island. But watching Love Island can be arse, go to work some days, eating popcorn. I th- yeah, I think it just took such a toll on her. Like, she is used to making decisions that aren't popular. Yeah. And Yeah, her- she's used to being the unpopular person. Yes, but you could clearly tell that even for her, the ice camps were going beyond a line that she was willing to cross. Yeah, because that's that's a punishment that's that's worse than being in prison. Mm-hmm. And like the vast majority of people were, you know, completely innocent. The only thing they did was want to get have know, a better life. Yeah, like you yeah. can see, so many of the women that were. Like running from really oppressive countries. Yeah. And they just wanted better for themselves and their family. And... Like Nikki's girlfriend. Oh. I did not know where this season was going to go. I did not think it would involve a story about female genital mutilation. Hmm. At all. But, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm glad they crept, like snuck it in though. Absolutely, and Nikki was very accepting and loving of her. I think, in all honesty, I think that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. If you care for somebody that much, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be any other way. But knowing Nikki and how she uses humor to deflect. Everything. Just everything. Like, that is her coping mechanism. And she just, she didn't jump to that at all. Yeah. She just, you know, accepted it as best she could. Yeah. And just tried to be there for her. And that was really lovely to see. Yeah. Now, she's, what what did she say? Because there's, like, various levels of FGM. Mm Mm-hmm. I think hers was actually really severe. So I think for some, it's just the labia gets taken off. Mm-hmm. Others, it's labia and clit, or just mm-hmm. clit. And then others, it's a bit of labia, clit, and sewn up. And I think she was sewn up. Um, I, I don't know, because Nikki did say that she was going to go and try try finding a way to pleasure her but with sewn so, up it's 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 not fully all the way sewn up it's okay. sewn up around the areas okay. some people are actually completely sewn up and it's just you try and pee through whatever you can oh, um that's horrific um but that's like the most severe i think from what i can remember watching 
years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them did have holes sewn. So it is horribly tight. Yeah. And uncomfortable always. <sighs> um, yeah. And even, like, I think even if you get, like, your clit taken off as well, obviously, like, that is, like, one of the most if not the most sensitive part of oh. a female's body. Oh, God, yeah. Um, you, you, like, end up leaky. Because, obviously, they just cut off with a razor blade, basically. Yeah, oof. I don't, don't think you get any form of pain medication or anything like that before it happens. It's just like, wheep, off it comes. It's just... I suppose it's, like, a cultural thing. So, shouldn't be. No, absolutely bloody shouldn't be. No, like I, I get circumcision. Mm-hmm. I get it purely for the medical side of it because some people literally do need to be circumcised mm-hmm. for the health of their dick. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only reason I get it. Um, but for females, it should never happen. None of it should happen. No. Even people, even people that go in to get um, bits of their flappy bits sorted down there, so it looks more pleasing. Mm-hmm. Eh? Your flappy I... bits are there for a reason. I know. Keep them the length they are, even if they're down to your kneecaps. They might help widen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like I'm envisioning like a erotic Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. Weird why, 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 <laughs> why are minds like this? <laughs> but <laughs> it it just it seems like a, an act that is just so rooted in misogyny. Oh, completely, completely. Again, this I suppose comes from like a very Western perspective. Yeah, yeah. But I as 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 we said, I'm glad that the show grappled with that. Yeah, I'm glad they yeah, I'm glad they put it in. Uh-huh. And this series has been one where they've had a lot to say mm-hmm. about a lot of different topics that just doesn't get any coverage really in popular media. Yeah, completely. I'm just glad that they finally were like, well, let's use this while we can let's use our platform while we can to Mm -hmm. raise up the issue because it obviously did just start off as piper chat i was about to say chapman it's kerman's Mm -hmm. uh experience Mm -hmm. um so for anyone who doesn't know the show was originally based off of a book mm -hmm. that piper kerman wrote was it called orange is new black as well yeah yeah, yeah, you lent me it a while back. Yeah, 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 yeah I've read it. Um, and then Genji Cohen read the book, decided yeah. that it would be a good way to create a show that kind of centres around a lot of diverse characters, but they would use Piper, you know, this, like, small, attractive uh, white woman to sneak in all these stories from people that represent like a whole they represent like the like spectrum of human experiences yeah yeah they they also represent the the population of the usa yes completely in a way that many other shows don't not at all no 
So that that was nice to see. Like it's not it's not just the standard white people that are usually in American stuff. Mm-hmm. I like how Piper is like pretty much everyone's least favorite character. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Like any time her like, scenes came up this season, I'm like, oh, what a whiny bitch! Like, <laughs> like, 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 even um, her parole officer was like, "There's women that are like working day and night to provide for their family that aren't getting up to half as much shit you as you are." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wish she just said "fuck up." Yeah. Like slap it across the face and tell it to "fuck up." Oh, it was when Piper took the bloobs with her brother. No, like bloob. That's a funny word. <laughs> no, it's not a funny word because I call bloobs bloobs to Edie, so she'll eat them. Mm-hmm. She knows what a bloob is. She's currently sleeping. How old is Edie? Like three months? No. No. She's five. She's five months. Yeah. Time passes, Megan. Time passes. Mate, like literally, you got photos of her like the week that we got her, and she was. She was like three months. Uh... She's five months. She's okay. like 20, 20 something weeks. But you're calling bloobs to a five month old puppy. Yeah, she loves a bloob. Not to your what, 30 odd, 40 odd year old uh, parole officer. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd explain it. I'd be like, oh yeah, I just call them bloobs to my dog, but they're just blueberries. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't have a dog if I just come back from pro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. Come back from pro, like came back from prison. Yeah. Oh, oh, Zelda. Mhm. I liked Zelda. The Alex and Piper relationship felt like it had reached its end. Its point. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish it had because. Me too. I found I've. No, I've never found their relationship interesting. Um, purely because if somebody had done that to me, in the sense of ratting me out, mm-hmm. telling me to do one thing and doing the exact opposite, mm-hmm. on top of basically being the person that put me in jail to begin with, mm-hmm. and making me feel ill for like at least like five to ten years before even going to prison about the whole situation, about messing up when I was 20-something. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not be in a relationship with that person at all. No. It's just so toxic. It's so toxic. It doesn't matter how much you're attracted to them, like, I'd be repulsed seeing their face. I would stab them. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that, that relationship has never made sense. Everybody's like, oh, they're so hot together. Yeah, whatever. Well, they are hot together. Well, not... I think I'm. I think I'm past the point of like liking them that I can't find the attraction there at all. Oh, I I'm like gonna find separate. the attraction. <laughs> I, 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 I like the Alex separate. Mm-hmm. I like Alex separate. I like finding out what she's up to, but I don't mm-hmm. like them together. I do not like them together at all. No, I I feel that romantically, that is just not there for me. It's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Zelda though. Oh. oh, I was like, yeah, she needs a good woman in her life. Like, she needs to sort her out. This woman has money. This woman has a good job. This woman has power and good bed sheets. Yes, that that is the same thing as power, my friend. Yes, it is. 
good night's sleep is all the power you need. Exactly. Also, when you wake up and you see New York. Like that. Like that. Like, like, oh. Like, this woman is going to show you how to live. Yes. So. And she liked her. Like, she genuinely liked her. Mm -hmm. Like, both vibes. Yeah, they had good fire as well. Like, good chemistry. Yeah. They buried a sheep together. Yeah, they buried... And a, and a fetus. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so sad. Oh, I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. Sheep coming a mile off, but... <laughs> sheep couldn't. Yeah, sheep. Oh, bless. <laughs> bless it. Poor, poor thing. But yeah, I, I really liked her, didn't she? Yeah, I really liked Zelda. I wish that would have happened. Me too. I was ready for... It just to end with Alex. Like, they were Especially, lying to each other, like, all season. Yeah, like, yeah, there was, like, no trust in the relationship. Like, they said they were going to have an open relationship, and then closed off, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. Cheated just, on each other anyway. <laughs> yeah, just constantly lying to each other. Like, like that, to me, signifies, like, that's close to the end of that the relationship, no matter how mm-hmm. hard they're going to try to fix it. that They're always going to come back to that again. Yeah. And even um God, what's his name? Larry. Oh, even Larry. Larry like called it out and I was like, Hallelujah. The person that I disliked the most at the beginning of the seasons is calling you out and I was like, I am here for Larry now. Yes, he cheated on you, but you know what? You know what, Piper, you're a fucking cow, so Did Piper not cheat on Larry too? Yeah, well Alex. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so what's the issue? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's the issue? You've just cancelled each other out. Like, yeah. I suppose it's the fact that he cheated on her with her best friend and business partner. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Mm, what, mm, whatever, though. Mm. Right, what was your favourite storyline from this season then? I always will probably say Suzanne. Suzanne. Delightful. Like, when when everything's going really shit, she's just there to make Dave feel better. You know what I mean? Like, she, she's she's always there for you. She's always got your back. So she got to look after chickens after um, Ward, the warden, had, <laughs> had a... Ward, ward. <laughs> was trying to create programs for them and stuff like that. And at least with the chickens, they're getting fresh produce in. Mm-hmm. Okay, not as vegan, not too great, but for me. But it is a source of nutrition that they wouldn't get mm-hmm. from their diet that they're currently getting in there. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably the freshest thing they're ever going to eat. Yeah. So that's a big treat for them. Um, And also it lets them have like a companion i guess because mm-hmm. chickens are very loving um yeah they're very sweet little things so but but on top of that they've got the sweetest little person looking after them so it's just very nice and then the chicken from season season one, one. yeah the chicken like that, episode I, th- six I think something. that's one of my favorite episodes just because yeah. of how well it's written um, I don't think I was sold on the show until that episode. Yeah, I think a lot of people weren't. And then that episode happened and everybody's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem with ensemble shows I find is that a lot of the times these things happen to characters and it doesn't really connect that well for like one cohesive episode. Yeah. But that one. That one it did. Yeah. Everybody everyone... wanted the chicken. Everybody yes. knew about the chicken. Uh-huh. It was a fucking myth. Yes, and you could tell so much from the character depending on like why they wanted to like see the chicken or get the chicken or you know or eat the chicken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could tell a lot from like their motivations there. Mm-hmm. So that so that chicken ended up in the coop. So it was thirteen of them instead of twelve. Mm-hmm. Suzanne couldn't figure out what had happened, and so she ended up. Oh yeah. Um, when, Lorna ended up killing one by mistake. Well, she, she was tasered. Nur- she but, was nursing the chicken after she found out about her baby dying. Yeah, because um, she, because the baby was already premature, wasn't it? I think so. Because yes. she all of a sudden started bleeding, so the placenta must yeah. have been detaching. Yeah. For that to no. be happening. Um. So the baby was in the hospital. Um. And he just didn't make it through one night after getting pneumonia. And she just, in her Lorna way, she just completely shut off. She could not cope with the news. Mm-hmm. She decided, you know, to create this other reality where she would find baby photos and pretend that he was still alive. And, oh, it was, I, I just, my heart broke. Yeah. I, I just, I find that's going back to it I just find that so annoying from her because I knew that was going to happen that I was just like I just felt like she at that point she's such a lost cause because mm-hmm. she's just going over the same behavioural patterns and behavioural patterns nobody's stopping because there's no such thing as psych there anymore mm. to stop and think oh maybe we should sort her out maybe we should find out what's wrong with her instead they're just letting her run rampant in her own head Mm-hmm. Instead of actually dealing with the problem. I would would love to have, like, someone in the psychology field talk about Lorna. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Because we never, we never get told, like, anything about what she could be suffering from. Yeah, we don't get that at all. We just see snippets of her life throughout and you Mm -hmm. just think she's a fucking maddo. But it's, it's quite clear from the way that she reacts to the news of her baby um, and then the flashback when she caused that car to crash with her friends in it. Mm-hmm. And she she just completely blacked out. Mm-hmm. Like you could yeah. tell, she just had no concept of what had just happened. Yeah, none at all. But yeah, she was nursing the chicken um, when she was tasered. Yeah, because she'd escaped. Yes, she'd escaped. She, did what she had done best before and she like just went as far as she could go and as far as she could go was into the chicken coop mm-hmm. and there was some like motherly instinct there and she decided like okay gonna you know breastfeed this this animal mm-hmm. um and the guards thought that she had a weapon mm-hmm. and they tasered her and she fell on top of the chicken and crushed and, it yeah Poor chicken, and then the guard just kicked it to the side. Disrespectful. At least if if it's going to be killed, bloody eat it. And then Suzanne found the chicken. Yeah, she found the chicken. Yeah, 
Um, and, and thought she... and thought one of them had killed it. <laughs> she thought another chicken had killed it. <laughs> oh, and then she put them into shoe, into chicken shoe, finding <laughs> the, the body of the chicken. Yeah. Which was it? Pentatucky. Pentatucky did not agree with. Mm. Yeah, she was like, nah, ah, ah. Wait, was it Pentatucky? I thought it was. Yes, because after Pentatucky died. Oh, then she. She released them. She released them, yeah. Which, speaking of. Goes on to Pentatucky. Oh my god. That was, was such an emotional gut punch. I was almost finished the season and then. I watched, like, their first and last lines. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as I normally do, because I can't be bothered watching even a three-minute video sometimes. I, like, listen to it and reading comments at the same mm-hmm. time. And then I was like, but dog it, though. And I was like, oh, nah. Mm-hmm. It's happened. And then I read the replies. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, she like, she just got extra time or something. And they were like, she's dead, man. And I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you don't watch things until after you're done the show. I just, I can't help myself. Like, I love ruining things for myself. Yeah, yeah. And other you, yeah, remember when, <laughs> remember when you told pumpkin. me to watch Fight Club? Yeah, but I didn't actually think you were ever going to watch it. I said I wanted to watch it. It's been on my list for ages. I'm like, but what is it about? <laughs> and you're like, oh, s- massive spoiler that is integral to the plot. That's what it's about. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Well, that's the only way I could explain it at that time. <laughs> if you'd asked me how to describe Star Wars, I would have said, well, Darth Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> <laughs> like, at that time, that's how I would I would have told you how yeah. films. It's a space epic about the good versus the evil yeah but you want to hear the drama you want to know the drama that's involved in it you want to know the juicy tidbit no draz in space the juiciest (laughs) the juiciest kind right getting back onto pensatucky yes pensatucky right it was she was doing so well this season with her ged Mm-hmm. And finding out that she was dyslexic and that was why she was having so much problems with Which learning. Which explains back to first season where uh, Tasty got a rat. Was it Tasty? I cannot remember at all. One of them got a rat anyway and the spelling was wrong. No, it was Tasty because she pointed out how bad the spelling was. Mm. And it turned out it was Doggett. And the spelling was bad because she was dyslexic. Mm. Yeah, it does... I says I can't really remember much of the first couple of seasons, mm. but yeah, it did make a lot of sense when it was just that was all she needed to know, and she would have done so much better in life. I find. Yeah, yeah, because all she all ever got told was how dumb she was. Mm-hmm. And there was clearly a lot of shame there for her. Yeah, obviously, massive amount. Mm-hmm. I like the little thing that Taryn Manning does whenever. Um, Pensatucky feels shame, then she just puts her little hoodie up, like yeah, a little protective blanket. Yeah, yeah. such a nice little character moment. Mm-hmm. So, like when that teacher, like you could see her getting defensive, and then he was just like, "No, this is a good thing. It means that 
we can you know make exceptions for you and you can actually get through this GED you'll be fine yeah like you'll actually be so chuffed at yourself won't you mm-hmm. like you're gonna feel so much more smarter and just, then you know, Daya comes in and decides you're gonna be our mule scares him off mm-hmm. um, Luton, that being the teacher Luton? yes scares the teacher off that was like the first one who ever really you know believed in Penzatucky's ability to be a pupil loose check Re- replaces is, yeah. the teacher he does a terrible job like he's such a waste everything. of space like oh. he's actually such a waste of space pathetic and like it wouldn't surprise me if like that is like a common occurrence he doesn't put in the mandatory paperwork to ensure that Penstucky would get more time mm-hmm. because of her dyslexia yeah so she has to do the this test the same as everyone else despite having this additional hurdle yeah she does a test it's stressing her out the whole time oh unbelievably she can't concentrate so. Um, and then she turns back to drugs mm-hmm. that she gets from Daya, mm-hmm. Daya's crew, um, and she ODs and she dies. Yeah. And the worst part is when Tasty is going through all of the, the people that she tutored and seeing like all their GED certifications and seeing that Penzatucky had actually passed regardless. Yeah. Oh. If only she just stayed sulking for a couple of days. Oh, I sobbed. Yeah. Oh. That was like one of the top five things. It was just, it broke my heart this season. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because, I mean, Pennsylvania, like, we talked about Fig going through a massive, like, character change. Well, Pennsylvania was a crazy Christian at the beginning. Absolutely. Like, I think one of her first lines was about was it a, like a derogatory statement towards like Jewish folk? Yeah, and it's because uh, they wanted to set up the chapel. Yes, yes. But the whole reason she was going down that highly religious route was because of how people had acted when uh, when she went to court, how mm. she like played the system. Mm-hmm. So then she did become a religious nut because she was just, she was in the zone of it. So, I mean, she went from that and then, like, I think the best decision that the show has ever made in terms of character is pairing her with Boo. Now, that's what I wish that they had done. I wish that they had kept Boo and Penzatucky together. Yes. Because I think it would have meant a lot more for Boo to be crying seeing that GED. Oh, oh! Can you imagine? Because that upsets me, knowing that Boo's last night line is "I need to take a shit," <laughs> which I mean is beautiful. <laughs> it was when we were you were talking about that video, like the first and last lines of each character, <laughs> and everyone had these like vastly different um, lines that showed their change in character over the seven seasons. It was gorgeous, and then Boo's one was <laughs> as you said that one for her last line yeah um and her first line was something like oh keep one for me red <laughs> yeah like obviously cares less about yeah. 
But I, I just wish because they'd went through so much in earlier seasons, especially when uh when she found out about uh a CEO um basically raping her. Yeah. No, he did rape her. He, he did, did rape, rape her, her, yeah. It was it was a it was a really rough scene to watch. It happened like just at the end of the episode, wasn't it? Yeah. And they just focused right into her face and it was ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Boo was going to help her get revenge on him. Yeah, she's going to stick a broom up his arse. Yeah. And then Pensatucky's like, no, this isn't going to help anyone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You forget how much happened in the show. Yeah, like, you don't... Like, I think you... I think a lot of people forget how damaged Pensatucky was from abusive men. Mm-hmm. And then it's... A man being too lazy to do something. That was the final straw for her. It was oh. the final straw for her. What a waste. Yeah. But it was so cute, our, our wee hoodie going up and walking away as a goat. Like she was just checking out. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm done, man. I've done my time. I finally got out. Like, ugh. Yeah. That's so upsetting. Yeah. Well, um, we can now go on to Daya because she's... Uh, the cause I think between Piper and Daya it is like a very close hatred of both of them I've never enjoyed Daya never ever ever no like we, we never have no we never have we never have remember when we rewatched it and we would just skip ahead the Daya scenes yeah we're like no no like honestly like she's good enough to be able to the actresses to be able to go oh, I don't really like I find her character really annoying <laughs> she's not like that yeah she's such a sweet lovely woman and she's she's just got such a an annoying character mm-hmm. annoying in the sense of she doesn't get what's going on she's too blinded by love to really do like she's too blinded by whatever is currently going on in her life to actually realise she's in bad situations mm. And she just follows through with it because she doesn't know what else to do. She can't think of anything else to do. Mm-hmm. She's just like something in the wind. Yeah. Just get blown, whatever. Yeah. And then this season where she just decides, like, okay, I'm never going to be out of here. So let's just live selfishly. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what I get up to because they can't, they can't really put extra time on me because I've got life. Mm-hmm. So, and it just it, like she's got life because she shot the prison guard, didn't she? Yes, and he died. Um, did he die? I thought he did. I can't remember. Oh hmm. yeah, because she's referred to as like cop. No, or is it tasty? I get confused. Hmm. It's been a while. Um, it was when speaking of tasty, actually, it was when tasty went to Daya. And asked her for the drugs needed to, like, OD. Oh. And Daya's, like, completely cold, like... Yeah, she's yeah, like, sure, yeah, whatever, man, do what but you want. Pay me. Yeah, pay me for wanting to die, yeah. Yeah, and then Tasty got the drugs and she's just like, okay. There you go. At least, yeah. that, at least that way you're getting out. I'm sure yeah. there's something like that she said to her. Along those lines. And then yeah. when Tasty was still alive... And she was, she wasn't like, oh, it's good, you know, that you haven't decided to do that. She was just like, oh, you're still oh. here. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Yeah. 
no compassion. Like, nothing is left of that lassie. No. I hope her mum killed her. Oh, no. Um, I, I looked... It, like, popped up on, like, my newsfeed. And they were like, there's a strong suggestion that she didn't... That she was... It was just a really intense fight. Mm-hmm. I think they the were, writers said that she was still alive. Yeah, no, she's still alive. Like, it, like, it was enough of, like, a fight to, like, scare her. Hmm. Which is... Oh, I wish she'd done it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that lassie's been needing a smack for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Good on yeah. her mum for giving it to her. <laughs> I finally giving it to her. Um, what's her name? Aleda? Yeah. What did you think of Aleda's story this season? <sighs> I, I find those two really annoying in general. Because mm-hmm. they're just going to go back into the same old habits. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, they feel like a lost cause because they're not learning from their situation. They're like, ah, yeah, let's hope I don't get caught this time. True. Like, if she cared enough about her kids, she 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 would have done her time and, like, tried to, like, keep a level head ever since, mm. but she didn't. I would understand it if Aleda went back into prison for the drug offences that she was doing with the CEO. Yeah. But it was when... She tried to protect her daughter from the same fate that she had went down as a kid. Yeah. And I thought that was that was quite a touching way to get kicked back into prison. Yeah. Like, my heart kind of did go out for her there. Yeah. But I feel like it's, like, too little too late with her parenting. Yeah. Because she's been so absent from their lives. Mm-hmm. That her kids are going to go down that route. Yeah. They are just going to seek validation from anyone. And they're probably going to end up going with older people because they know they can take advantage of the situation. Mm. Because they've never been taught, oh, don't go with them. Or, you know, like, we are taught as a kid, like, stranger mm-hmm. danger and all that kind of shit. When Alida found out that her daughter was dating someone and she was just like, well, you can easily have sex and that, but just do it with someone your own age. Yeah. It's like, okay. I think it was all the flashbacks with Aleda and how how she made money and, you know, got things that she wanted when she was younger. All these men that were, oh, just grossly taking advantage of her. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, you look at any character this season and you're like, wow, that is heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of... Like super heavy, mm-hmm. red, our beloved red. Uh, red. Oh, I just, I, what a terrible end for that oh. character. Like you think of how she was when we were first introduced her in the first season, mm-hmm. and like how feisty and like energetic that character was. Yeah, and then you look at her now like when she was stuck in the freezer oh fuck, fuck's sake oh. that oh it didn't help that before that i'd re-watched something about kanika jenkins have you ever heard about kanika jenkins was this a conspiracy no literally this lassie died in a freezer in a hotel i think i have heard this um so i'd be like watching all that and then 
And then I saw red in the freezer and I was like, oh, hell no, they're not going down this route, are they? Mm. Um, thankfully, they didn't. Definitely watch the Kanika Jenkins thing in your own time because mm-hmm. it's just it's so weird. It's just so weird how quickly it got dropped. If it was a white girl it happened to, mm-hmm. completely different story. Mm-hmm. Like how she was treated and everything like that. Like how, like how the whole situation was treated would have been completely treated differently if she was mm-hmm. white. And that fucks me off. It fucks me off a lot. I mean, look at Maddie McCann. What's still going on about? Oh, God, the harper on about her. Jesus. Like, there's so many more missing people mm-hmm. that need to have need to have their say, but they are taking up so much space that you that nobody else can get out their loved one mm-hmm. to show this person's also missing. They weren't missing around the same time. So annoying. It's so annoying who who gets who gets to be the popular one for being missing. Yeah. It's quite sick actually. Is is who's able to play the the news cycle for all yeah. they're worth, really, is it? Yeah. Yeah. How presentable can you be mm. for BBC? Mm. For Fox, you name it. But yeah, going back to Red. Mm-hmm. You, well you could tell from her hair to begin with. Yeah. Like, it started getting less and less red each season. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, she's losing her spark. And then once you saw, like, she was really grey and you were like, ah, shit. And then the fact that there was, like, only, like, almost, like, yellowy. Oh, yeah. Bits left in it. And it was just like, oh. It was... She, 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 she was like, she was like an old dog. You know, like, when an mm-hmm. old dog looks at you and they're like, Help. The look sad, this like the sadness. Yeah, the sadness in their face, and you're like, oh, yeah. you, you need to put down something. Yeah. Um, that's how I felt. <laughs> she was. <laughs> oh no, I was, because after shoe, I thought, okay, it's like some sort of um mental health issues that's appeared or like has become exasperated because of the solitary confinement, and mm. it might I... weaken over the course of the season yeah no i knew that she got she had dementia mm-hmm. it was just there was just something in me that told me that if her, if her hair had changed once she got out i'd have been like oh yeah she's back to normal again but the fact yeah. that her hair faded now is like nah she's she's got dementia mm-hmm. um, i mean it was very good acting because it was thoroughly convincing oh f- phenomenal kate mulgrew is Mwah. Oh. Mwah. Chef's kiss, literal chef's kiss. Literally a chef's kiss, yeah. Yeah, she's so good. It was that scene between her and Natasha Lyonne. Oh. Where they found out that she has dementia. And like Nikki's breaking her heart and she's just. She's like a shell of herself. Like Mm -hmm. it's so sad. This season is just like one of complete losses for Nikki. Yeah, completely. Like, she loses her best friend slash love interest for, like, the entire series. Yeah. Like, she's just completely, like, speak about a shell of herself. Like, Lorna, there's just no coming back for Morello, I don't think. Yeah, I, yeah, no, she's she's too far gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, she loses her, her mother figure, like, 
probably the person who's given her the most love and um attention yeah in her entire life yeah and taught her like what it means to be like a mother figure Mm -hmm. um what it just means to care for people in general absolutely like she i don't think nikki would be here if it wasn't for red no not at all like she would still be she would either still be on drugs or she would have died from ODing. Yeah, and the fact that they brought in Natasha's own story of her heart scar. Heart mm. surgery scar. And being like, Oh yeah, I got an infection. Like if she took that stuff again, she would probably die. Mm. Doesn't matter the dose, she it'd probably kill her. So it's so. most likely she'd end up dead. Oof. Which thank thank God that Natasha Leone is here. Thank God that Nikki is. I know alive she's in this a world. brilliant woman. I love oh. her. We'll have to do a Hong Kong uh, Russian doll as well. Yes, we will at some point. Maybe after season two comes out. Okay, that's that's for another time though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who else? Like obviously Shani. Yeah, she loves Shani as well. And then even Alex. So, mm-hmm. like everyone. Everyone that Nikki loved and cared for has abandoned her. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not abandoned her, but you know, is no longer there mentally or physically to 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 be there for. Her. Yeah, and it was um oh, oh just Natasha Leone's acting this season in general. Yeah, she's cre- she's came on leaps and bounds. Like absolutely, it's brilliant. Um, it was when, like, even just that last moment where Alex was saying her goodbye and she was like, ah, you're gone too. Yeah. What did she say? Because it actually fucking tickled me. Oh, anything can be be a dildo as long as you're brave enough. (laughs) But it was the role at the end when, like, she's, like, crying through it. (laughs) <laughs> I just I don't know what it was about her crying through that sentence that made it so much better. Like I, I've been trying <laughs> to learn cross stitch, and I hope that I keep it up just so I can like embroider that onto something for us. Oh, that would be amazing! <laughs> I'll try to do it for your Christmas. <laughs> oh please! All right, oh. I know. <laughs> And like have like something like really scary looking, like flopping. Oh, like a cactus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like a screw, like a big old screw. Oof. Like brainstorm scary, <laughs> scary <laughs> implements. <laughs> scary implements. Yeah, yeah, think of like the most horrific thing that 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 that, that could happen. I mean, the most hurtful thing in existence is this season, to be honest. Yeah, yeah you don't want to shove that, shove that up. But no. <laughs> it can't fit anyway. Oh. Um, it's just a streaming service. Oh, man. Like, I'm just so grateful that this show exists. Mm-hmm. Because it's been around since we were late teenagers. Yeah. And so, for us... We watched, I think, the first season separately, watched it together, and then basically every summer while I was at college in uni, oh, we, man, we yeah. saw it together. Or we watched bits together and talked about it. Yeah. So for us, it's always been something to talk about and get excited for during the summer 
and you know it's summer because oranges and new blacks play in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So- oh, did you also know that the show at the very end, um, when they said they were starting up the Pusey Washington Foundation, is actually a foundation? Yes, I was going to mention that. I'm glad you yeah. reminded me. Um, I think is it like eight different. Um, organizations that they're supporting with the Pusey Washington Fund. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it. I think it goes with people who are like women who are in, um, jail, and also people who are outside the system as well. Hmm. I'm so, like, what a good legacy. Yeah. What? Yeah. What an amazing way to finish that show mm-hmm. is to actually go out and do good for those people because that whole cast. They are so grateful for their fans mm-hmm. that they're always wanting to give back. And I think that is the best way that they could ever give back. Like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Mm-hmm. They are always so, so thankful. And, like, I was, like, watching, like, how they made, like, the show in general. And they literally picked actors that were broken. Mm. They picked actors that couldn't get a head start, that couldn't, that couldn't get their voices heard. Yeah. So you, you so without having to try too hard, they already had this brokenness. They they were already technically broken down, so it was a lot easier to show that men, that same mentality in prison. Hmm. I suppose that is true, yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about it. Well, that's what they said, said during yeah. the thing, like. And it makes sense because they had nothing left to lose when they auditioned. Mhm. Um, I thought it was quite interesting. I found out today that um, Uzo Aduba, she was only meant to be in the show for three episodes. Yeah. And then when the writers and the producers saw her performance, they're like, no, she is Well, she'd already auditioned for... (sighs) She primarily went in the auditions for the one that does the Mm running. The track star one. Yeah. And they liked her enough that they were like, oh, she's good, but that's not the right role. And then they ended up with crazy eyes for her. So they yes. kept her They kept her audition. I think she went for like seven different roles. I think she went through as many roles as they had. Mm-hmm. And then they came up with crazy eyes. And oh, like, what a powerful character. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was like, Uzo was the, the first actress to ever win an Emmy in consecutive years for different categories. Yeah. So 2014, she won for Best Drama. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, she won for Best Comedy because the Emmys had changed their rules and it meant that um, the show could only go for the drama one or something one like that. One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is... Yeah. There really should be a dramedy section. Yeah, because they teeter so on many that line so much. Yeah, but I feel like that—that's the way. I think that's—I think that's the way a lot of shows are going nowadays. Because you—you you can't, even in life, like it's always there's always going to be drama, but there's always going to be those funny moments. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it reflects life a bit better. I mean, that's why they've got the masks for theater, isn't it? Yeah. You can't really have one without the other. I think they help elevate each other. Yeah. I think um like one of the best uh Batman writers, like Paul Dini, 
I think that's why he's so good is because he knows like perfectly how to balance dark material with comedy. Yeah. And it just brings it brings out both so well. Yeah. I think yeah. the show's pretty good with that as well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely had its moments where it's a lot stronger in certain episodes than others. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, like it's it's been pretty good season three is a write-off for every for that whole summer everybody thought they were a lesbian (laughs) (sighs) true like the amount of people that because i was working i was working in retail at the time and honest to goodness everybody was like you see no one's just new black oh my god is she hot and they were like oh i would i really would and i was like what is going on (laughs) ruby rose has that magnetism I, I I didn't see it, but <laughs> someone described her as like the lesb the lesbian version of uh, Megan Fox. I don't see that either, but it, in that like people are so attractive, attracted to her, but they don't like her acting. Oh, I see. So, oh. oh, I was so I was so grasped on both of their acting that I couldn't see past it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care about how somebody looks if you're acting shite. That's it. I mean, fair. You're in the I, bin. I don't think Laura Preppin's very great. She's a Scientologist, mate, but we won't go into that. Yeah, let's not go into that. She's gotten a lot better. Yeah. I will give her that. Yeah. I like that she's directed a handful. Yes, and they were good episodes. Yeah, they were good episodes. I think she's a lot stronger at that than she is probably the acting. Mm-hmm. hopefully she'll do more yeah yeah like, hopefully Natasha Leone also very good director oh, she's just brilliant in general like she's just great oh like like I I would love if she did a tour guide like tour of guide. New York like if, if she, like, New York <laughs> New York so if, like, like if like I went to New York and she's like I'll be your tour guide. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. I should like take you to like the worst parts in New York. Can you be like, yeah? <laughs> should I like, take you to all our, like local dives? Like not even like drinking wise, like just local dives in general, and say like this is the best pretzel or something like that. And you'd be like, ah, fuck off. And then you eat it, and you're like, oh yeah, actually, yeah, okay. <laughs> like I like I'm living for that. I nearly died on this park bench. It's like, oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, this is nice. <laughs> Please have a seat to feel it's definitely cute. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I really feel them. <laughs> like, like, if she did that, like, I'd, even if, like, she just did, like, a YouTube channel of it. I, I think you, you should write to Natasha Leon. <laughs> Maybe you're going to have to. Maybe you're going to have to. You could tweet her. <laughs> she's quite receptive on there. Yeah, she's actually really responsive. <laughs> Came up with an idea. Can you please be a New York tour guide and take us to dives? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, none of the tourist traps, just the chaotic energy hotspot. That is your life. <laughs> yes. That like, is the most chaotic of places, energies. Take, take us to places you like slash dislike. And yes. we won't know the difference. <laughs> and don't tell us the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Here for it. <laughs> That'd right. be cool. Aside from Natasha Leone's f- future hit of a YouTube channel, 
Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, not really. Um, I'm just glad that they've had the opportunity to finish the show mm-hmm. in such a way and have such a lasting impact afterwards that I feel like a lot of shows don't get the opportunity to do, especially on Netflix, because if your ratings aren't doing well, mm-hmm. they'll just stop it. I mean, this was the most watched series on Netflix. Yeah. Um, At least, like, a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if it still is, but I imagine it would be. Yeah, I would have thought by the by Pussy it started to fizzle out. Yes. Hence why they started finishing things off. But I can't imagine what would have surpassed it. Like, yeah. I'm slightly fearful that the answer would be, like, 13 Reasons Why, just because oh. it got so much hate that people watched it out of curiosity. Yeah, I was one of those ones. I just, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on, and then I just found it really petty. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season and then refused to watch anything else. I watched the controversial part in season two purely because I didn't mm. think they would go that far. But they and did. They, they did. They did. Yeah. I think that was one of the two shows that really made Netflix like a popular streaming platform. Yeah, completely. Cause the other I'm... one... Sorry, on you go. Yeah, because I wouldn't have Netflix if it wasn't for that show. Like I had cancelled the Netflix subscription at the start of the year because I was broke. And I only just got it back now. Yeah, for Orange. For Orange and for Glow. Yeah, which is fantastic as well. Yes, we'll probably we end do... up doing a podcast about that. Yes. It's going to end up being like Gorgeous Ladies of Honk or something like that. <laughs> Still glow. Glow. <laughs> glow. <laughs> just, just, just in a Russian accent. <laughs> Red. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, like it was Orange is New Black that put it on the map plus House of Cards. Yeah. Which, mm. yeah, it's went down history, not great. Yeah, we we but don't. Orange has, <laughs> Orange has still got a it's lot of integrity. Love. Yes, and I it's think... a show that so many people ten like kind of grew up with at That's any true. point in their life because it was there for you for so long. You grew up with those people because they're so receptive on social media and in person. Mm-hmm. There's just so much love there that it's it's. Yeah, definitely the most humblest people I've ever seen. For actors, actors, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that is the standard that actors slash any form of artist should be to their fans Mm -hmm. slash admirers. Because it pays to be nice. Mm -hmm. Completely. That's a nice thought to end on. Yeah. Okay, so if you are <laughs> emotionally affected by this TV show, then you can help us form a support group through our Twitter handle, which is at BBHonkHonk. Mm-hmm. And you can come talk to us and cry about everything that's happened in the show with us and talk about how Nikki is obviously the best choice for Prison Wife. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just it, I'm not de- I'm not debating y'all. That's just the facts. So or Norma, Norma's but Norma's quiet, but Norma's yes. sassy, sassy and quiet. You can maybe be both. boo actually, maybe boo like. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. definitely, Nikki like Nikki would be like. But if Nikki wasn't available. Because she probably won't be, because she has a lot of suitors now. Mm-hmm. Popular. She's very popular. But I, I will, I will risk getting my heart broken for that woman. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to talk to us about any of that, then at Baby Honk Honk on Twitter. But mm-hmm. until next time, you know, stay keep honking. honking. Stay honking. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't have an outro. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs>